giving you negative I was hey, man. Uh, Go ahead. I was sitting here listening to you talk. Oh. And I'm not sure whose phone that is. Uh -uh. Right. Trying to figure it out. It says Antonio, but I don't see him on here to even turn him down. But I was thinking about, I'm looking at the animals and the Lord is just sending me revelation as I'm looking at them and, it, and it's in agreement to the word that he's given you. The one thing he's showing me, I, I got this, this, this little puppy who's so small, he literally can, could fit into a teacup. He's very, very, very tiny. And I put him in a cage with the other dogs who are uh, a little bigger than he is. But you, mm -hmm. in his mind, I watch him in his mind. He believes he's bigger and he's stronger than every animal in that cage. It doesn't matter how big the situation is to him. He'll jump up and bop and roll as if he's as big as they are because in his mind, he could conquer whatever's in that cage. And his actions shows that why did i say that because the enemy uses those things that we have placed in our minds to be so big that we cannot overcome it and that's why we we make a decision to stay right where we are in our comfortable spot because it's something about flesh that wants to feel that you're accomplishing something, that you want to feel that you're wise. But again, you can only be as wise as where you sit yourself. The dog says, I'm not going to settle right here. I can conquer all of these things that, that look, look huge to me. So the enemy, if he came after us, what's the first thing he's gonna do? He's gonna make us afraid. I'm afraid to start this business. I'm afraid to do something that I've never done before. I'm afraid to enter into an arena that my mind has told me it's so big. Have you guys heard of mothers that picked up cars off their kids when it ran over their kids? Because in their mind, they said, I got the strength to lift this up. All I'm worried about is saving my kids. It's a focus. It's a mind mentality. And that's where the mm -hmm. enemy stops us from becoming wiser because he puts fear first. But when God thinks about it, it doesn't go that way because to God, failure means growth. This time you've learned something to be wise next time. But the enemy, he's the opposite of God. What you fail at, you will never be good at. And we tend to, in the flesh, believe what the enemy says. But God says what? I can do all things through Christ. I can have whatever business I want. I can do whatever I want to do when I want to do it, even if it looks big. I don't care if you're 90 years old. You can go on Microsoft Word if you want to and write an essay. It's about you seeing yourself able to do more. Then I'm looking at the goats. The goats are coming out of their cage. They see the other dog, and they get scared. And they run right back in. Then they sneak back out and come again and look around the corner, see if they're out and come out again. But they keep trying. They don't mm -hmm. stop. 
They continue to try to come past where they are. Well, I've seen eventually them goats say, God, telling them dogs, I dare you to come up to me. Matter of fact, some of the dogs got bucked with their head. Why? Because they continued to try. You can't give up on God because he will not give up on you. Whatever vision that he gives you, go for it. Who cares what the, what the brothers and sisters in Christ said? Who cares about how they look? People don't want to push out because they don't want to be looked at by others as failures. If you change the way you look at that thing, if I fail, I grow and not pay attention. Well, they gonna see me mess up. I don't wanna be embarrassed. Oh, well, it could be tomorrow. God says, okay, we'll close this place down. You still gonna have people that say she failed, gonna say I failed, gonna say we failed, but who cares? Who cares? Because failure means growth. That means God is taking you to do something else. And then the last thing that I wrote down was the whales. You were talking about the whales. And I, and I thought about how back in biblical days, the whales were dug. Today, we got these bigger machines that come out and put a deep hole in. But back then, those people dug those whales by hand. They spent time and went deeper and deeper and deeper. And the more, the more deeper they went, the more dangerous it got. But they continued to dig that well. And guess what? When they got to the bottom, they were able to work their way still to the top. It's an art of gravity. You may feel when you're trying, you're failing every now and again. You may feel like you're losing. But I promise you that if you keep fighting, and if you keep digging, you're finally going to reach where you want to go. And guess what? You're going to be crawling out top shnady. Your walk won't change. Your talk won't change. Because God's going to honor your work. He's going to honor your trust and he's going to give you favor that pour out a window of blessings. But if you never try, you'll never get. If you don't ever believe that the God in you will allow you to accomplish that, It'll never be done, and you'll stay right where you are in your own little box of smartness. Because that's where you feel the smartest. No, there's a whole nother level. And God wants to take you there, but you've got to first believe and know and be like that little teacup puppy out there. I can do all things through Christ. There is nothing too big or too hard for God. That's it. It's like Pastor Sam, you will never go beyond the barriers in your own mind. If you think you can't do something, guess what? You never will. The battle is in your mind. If you are defeated in your mind, you've already lost the battle. If you don't think your dreams will ever come to pass, they never will. If you don't think you have what it takes to rise up and set that new standard, it's not going to happen. The barriers in your mind. Saints, no matter what you've gone through in the past, no matter how many setbacks you've suffered, or who or what has tried to discourage you. Today is a new day. 
God wants to do a new thing in your life. He has great things in store for you. Don't let your past determine your future. Let me say that again, saints. Don't let your past determine your future. So many are so busy looking back that they, they refuse to look forward. They look at all the bad things that happen in your life, all the negative things in your life, and you think that's your future. But say, there's a reason the past is called the past. But too many of you <clears throat> are letting your past determine your future. So I leave these words with you. Don't let your past determine your future. Amen? Any comments? I'd like to address those. Any? Oh, go ahead. I like to address those who are not allowing their past to be the past, uh, that are making a decision to live in your past because the situation that you're in right now is because of what your past has been. It's for us to remember that Jesus takes our wrongdoings and he throws them into the sea of forgetfulness. He's not like uh, our family and our friends who will backbite us, turn on us. He's not like that. When you say, God, forgive me for, for, for what I have done, I repent. I know that I was wrong. God remembers more of your good than you did wrong. And if he can forgive you so that you can go forward, then why not forgive yourself and allow your past to be your yesterday? The past was never designed by God to reduce or cancel out your promise. Your latter days will be greater. That's what he promised. It was never meant for that. Your past was a tool that God gave you. This tool for me to kill flies. It's a tool that he gave you to work in your future. This is what God did for me. This is what God brought me through. But pastor, I'm living I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm living in a result of my past right now. How does that make sense to me? It's right here. It's the enemy playing mind games with you. God is saying this, your past is exactly where it is in your past. It has now become your testimony. Use the space that you're in right now and grow with me because I never leave you nor forsake you. He never left you. He's got a plan that he's looking for us to trust him in. While we're in this box, God, I'm going to give you every bit of my trust. But this time it's going to be authentic and it's going to be real. So that when God is ready to shift you, 
the word for today was you're wise. You're not foolish, you're wiser. And now you're living a more influential life according to God's plan than you were before. Before you've been trying to get your attention and you wouldn't listen. But I allowed you to go through. I like that word through because that means you're going to make it to the other end. You just have to trust him. Even if it looks hard, keep right on going. Don't you think that cross looked hard for Jesus? His mind wasn't saying, oh, I got this. I'm God. No, he came in flesh. So he felt everything that we feel when we're headed to crucifixion. But he also showed us just because we went there don't mean that we're stuck there. Through God's resurrection, much wiser. Goals accomplished. That was him. And if he did it for us and he showed us the greatest example of how it should be done, he'll do it for you. Amen. Mm -hmm. Overseer, you have anything on this morning's lesson? Do you have anything on this morning's lesson? Maria? heart that whatever's whatever's in your heart if God has put it there don't be afraid to move on when you look up and see that light like the frog did and down deep in that well when you look see that light don't be afraid to go out and venture venture beyond yourself mm. don't let the enemy keep telling you you can't do something God has put in your heart to do. Something as small as forgiving somebody. You know, the enemy will tell you you can't forgive a person and you'll end up not forgiving. But whatever it is, saints, that God has put on your heart this morning, that if it's something that God has put on your heart to do, don't be scared to venture out beyond yourself and do it. Guarantee you're going to be successful at whatever it is God has planned for you to do. Step out on faith. 
Amen. Anyone else? Nate, do you have any comments? He may be muted. He's at the resource center working. Oh. He said he loved the Bible lesson this morning. Uh huh. Does he have any comments? Do you have any comments? No, Pastor. I think they covered everything. Got to believe in God. Amen. He said he believed you guys covered everything. Just believe in God. That's what he said. Amen. Amen. At this time, I turn it into our pastor's hand. Amen. Okay, guys, um, just a few announcements. Let's continue to uh, do our part in our offering. Um, please share uh, our studies um, with your family, friends, and loved ones. Pick somebody so that we can expand in uh, who we share um, the word with. Um, if any of you know any homes uh, that's for rent up in... Uh, Marietta, Temecula, Riverside area, four bedrooms. Please give me a call. Trying to help someone uh, find a home um, for rent. Um, again, as of, I think it was the second week of August, I ran a report at the Resource Center and we had served 9,000 people. That includes the repeaters that are coming back and their family members. So uh, I think the Lord is, is, is proud of us. Uh, and what we're doing, let's continue to press forward. We're still in phase, phase two, uh, spend more time reaching the spirit of the people, uh, praying. I seen, uh, I did pray the other day. Erica's been praying and ministering to the people. Let's try to get some more Jesus into the people. Because if we can pray, then we can bring hope and we can bring life to them. Um, so we're doing that. The counseling is going well. Um if any of you want to participate in some of the life coaching or mentorship of the people, uh, we can always refer people to you, even if it's just a phone. Uh, what we do is we ask if you'd like these services, it's a yes or no, and then we refer them over, you call them, and you talk to them. Many of them are just looking for a listening ear. Um, if you don't have that gift, please don't volunteer to do it. We don't want to lose people. We want to allow them to be found. We want Jesus to know them. Amen. Um, Amen. Other than that, I think that's it. Oh, for, for those of you who have not sent to me the days you could volunteer um, in September, please do so. I'm trying to get the calendar together um, before the first. Um, when I send you the link for home base, you, you should download it because it allows you to see the schedule changes as people come in um, to want to volunteer. And oh, press, press we're gonna press the issue for giving a donation down there. As you guys know, the electricity bill there is $700 a month. So we're pushing for people to give a donation. I'm going to set up a kiosk area where there's a laptop and a place where they can give a donation they can go on to the cash app or whatever they want right on that laptop. Um, and all of those little things uh, will help. Okay. If there's nothing else, then I am ready to go. Anybody have any questions, answers? 
comments? Yes. Yeah, I just wanted to tell you that uh, Miss Maria was trying to get on. She said to make sure you tell you that, hello. Um, she was trying to get on her computer, but she couldn't. Okay, so tell her to keep on trying. We're going to try again next time. Yes, because we'd love okay. to have her. I saw Cynthia and a couple other people who were on iPhones that didn't show their faces that were on. So we had, I think, about four extra people um, on today. Um, that's what it's all about, right? Sharing the word and yeah. trying to feed folk. And that's what we're trying to do. Um, other than that, I'm headed on down and get this day out of the way. Um, anybody have anything to say? No? Okay, can you guys check on Fred and Carla? Uh, make sure that they're okay. All right. All right. I'll be sending you guys the link to the uh, podcast in a second. Bye-bye.